Hey everyone, uh, this is our second part of that episode 2 from Pan 2015. It's not a full hour, but it overflowed into this episode. We hope you enjoy. At what point did they decide to go to the cave again? I genuinely oh. don't remember. <laughs> so it's, yeah, so in the whole point where she's explaining all the stuff about how they need to go through crocodile-infested waters to go past mermaids to go find the fairies, which is skipping mm-hmm. easily what's worth a, a three hours of a movie, I wrote, I've decided Rooney Mara is not a great actress. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I wrote at that point, and I stick well, by it. I mean, so I think they were trying to do the noble savage type thing, which is problematic in its own way. But it's also just shitty writing for a movie. <laughs> like, I'm not sure if it was Rooney Mara's fault. It might have been, but I think it, I think it might have just been the direction because she has been good in movies. I think. Uh, yes. However, in this one, mm. she was not no. any less. It was at fault. Yeah. She was not any less at fault. She did a bad. That, job. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, Cara Delevingne's not a good actress, and she's done great jobs yeah. before. She's not good, but I mean, she's if all, you have the right role, she's also know. only in this movie for like two minutes, or like two minutes. Oh yeah, Cara Delevingne's in this movie for two minutes, which yeah. is weird, and that uh, makes so sense. They go she to doesn't Mermaid speak. Lagoon because prequel bait. Yeah. Prequel bait. Prequels. They they just they can't do anything original. <laughs> mm-hmm. It baffles mm-hmm. me sometimes. It's like. You've got an entire basically different planet to explore, and you're like, yeah, let's just go to Mermaid Lake again. Or Mermaid Lagoon again. Fuck it. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. Anyways, uh, you know, haha, Captain oh my God, is I afraid just of crocodiles. Haha. Yeah. I just realized they fucking added the crocodiles literally just because it's in the movies. Yeah. yeah. There's no other reason. Definitely just, again, prequel shit. Yes. Which. Which, I mean, what a, what a dumb scene to include, where, so, fucking Rooney Mara, uh, when she mentions their, or, I forgot, the crocodiles? I think they're crocodiles. Crocodiles. Yeah. Uh, when she mentions their crocodiles in, like, uh, Captain Hook pulls his hand out of the water, and, she, uh, and she's like, oh, are you afraid? And it's like, oh, I don't know, am I afraid of the fucking apex predator in this biome? <laughs> yeah. Each of, each of the ones in this movie are at least a ton yeah. right like they're they're like nope. 16 feet big yeah they jump foot eight feet in the air yeah seriously he's like yeah i'm scared why wouldn't i be scared like, these are saltwater crocodiles even though they're in a lagoon yeah yeah somehow so each scene each scene that goes by boom more rush than the last i mean seriously like this movie's just going downhill it started at the top boom oh, wait, lagoon is saltwater. it's just getting faster and faster there was no reason for the mermaids. Yeah, they just had the mermaids, because, haha, Mermaid Lagoon, remember that from your childhood? I mean, uh, not, what? This has nothing to do with the Disney production. Haha. This is based off the play. Haha. And I'm not entirely convinced that they won one of them, or even two of them, were not jellyfish, because they made jellyfish sounds. And kind of looked like them, too, which bugged the shit out of me. Cara, Cara please stop making jellyfish noises. It's freaking us out. <laughs> She's like, no, CGI it. Bloop, bloop, bloop. Bzz, 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 bzz. And they're like, no, you don't have lightning powers. And she's like, oh, add I'm them. a wizard. And they're like, how big we're taking away your lines. I'll, I'll <laughs> add a million just for the light. I'll add a million just for the light. Anyways, uh, Captain Hook gets a hard on for some mermaids. And then the scene ends. Yeah. They, he finds a boat. Boat. 
there's that. The boat there. Well, hold up. This this might have been the most excruciating part of this whole movie, and I'll say that probably a couple more times. But this one was real bad. Tiger Lily's like, "Yes, we lied to you about your mom." Blah blah blah. Because Captain Hook actually killed her. Uh, Blackbeard. Which makes no sense because it was his love. Blackbeard and, killed anyway, and I know it's very easy to confuse Blackbeard, the two Blackbeard because you think her. you think the main villain's Captain Hook, but no, it's Johnny Depp. No, it's Johnny Depp's spirit. <laughs> Yeah, she's like, don't worry. The mermaids have infused these waters with uh, the past. And I was like, what? What? <laughs> what? Is this the river sticks? Are, you, are we in the underworld? I, I looked around and I was like, is this a fucking joke? Is the koosh coming out? Like, what the fuck? Did I get punked? No, it wasn't a joke. And then they show this animated scene, which God knows how much that cost. Probably at least $5 million because it was a different oh, shit, entire we studio. About the tree, didn't we? Which the one where uh, they showed uh, Peter Pan's mom and dad meeting. Oh, cool animation, but um, yeah, it's basically just a flashback scene saying that like, yeah, fairies, uh, a fairy fucked your mom, right? But he, uh, they can only live for a single day as a human, so he just fucking died immediately afterwards, like an octopus. The animation was actually really amazing. The storytelling was sort really of like good. how the rings of the tree become like three mm-hmm. D, like mm-hmm. you know those little metal things you play with at the mall as a kid where you put your hand through and it comes out the other side. It did not fit in this movie. And it did take away from the movie. And that's another $15 million down the train. They should have done the flashback differently. I don't know how, but that was not the way at all. Or they shouldn't have done it because it was stupid. They should have just talked I, to Peter. I want to see more stuff like that. It's a shame we probably never will because of this. Actually... One of the first things I wrote down when they were on the flying ships is this probably should have been an animated movie. Mm. Yeah. Well, the same could be said of all Disney live action remakes, except this isn't one. <laughs> Thanks, Warner Brothers. Should I pass this one over to DreamWorks? Hey, this would have been a solid DreamWorks oh, movie. Imagine if Illumination did it Maybe. and all the fairies are replaced with minions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I would have killed myself. Jeez. <laughs> I wrote down, everyone's too shitty to Captain Hook about leaving. Mm-hmm. They're like, why do you want to leave? And he's like, I don't know. I've been enslaved for 20 yeah. years. I've been working in a mine and beaten for years. Uh, I think I want to yeah. leave. And everyone's shitty to him about and it. Then, and then Tiger Lily was like, but we can't bang if you're in the other world. And he's like, oh, okay. And then he gives up on it. We don't know that yet, but it's very obvious. I also wrote down, Captain Hook is too obsessed with Tiger Lily. It's weird. Again, one of them's a pedophile, and I'm still not sure which one. <laughs> And he's too obsessed with Peter. That was weird. Yeah. Their relationship's weird. And again, they're much more openly, like, friendly with each other than he is with his first mate from the, from the actual series. Yes, who he calls his greatest friend twice. Who, it seems like they've known each other mm. for six hours. I mean, it feels like they've talked before, but, like, Hook's never listened, you know? It, it, yeah. it honestly felt very, like, kind of subversively abusive, which I guess is fair, given their actual relationship. But still, yeah, it's remarkable that they managed to spread themselves thin in terms of, like, dimension, or, like, in terms of physical dimension and time. <laughs> it's it's both 3D and 4D yeah. spread out super thin. This is, this is like, the yeah. movie equivalent of the heat death of the universe. It's what this... <laughs> Oh my god, it is. The worst part is, all these characters are still pretty shallow. And again, there's some charm with, like, me and the boys, but... Honestly, honestly I feel like if they just made a Lost Boys movie, it would have been a lot better, because that part was good. I, the I boys. Yeah, I would have liked his friend in, also. Mm. 
By the way, all those orphans that apparently he was so close with that he had lived with for 10 years, not once did he talk to them, not once did he give a shit where they were. He was like, yeah, they're probably dead. Oh, well. Why do I remember Skippy's name better than his friend? <laughs> Probably because of how casual that scene was. Like, hey, how many of our friends oh, died, Skippy? Oh, you know, a couple. Cool, cool. So, cool, cool. They're just disappeared? Yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. It was weird, dude. My next note is how Captain Hook fixes up a boat that had its crew killed by crocodiles yeah. and yeah. crashed into okay, rocks. Okay, I don't know if any, if any of you have sailed a boat, but sailing, like, a small boat, a very small boat, is hard with two people. What what is it flying on? It just occurred to me. What is it flying with? Because the Pixum is being snorted by Hook. I guess all of them have Pixon in them, but they also mentioned that Blackbeard's the only one who has the Pixon, and no one knows what it's used yeah, for. He says we don't know what it's used for, and it's revealed that he's huffing it to make him young forever. JJ, is this movie bad? They also don't know that they can make people fly with it, so yeah. how the fuck would they get boats no, to wait fly a second. with it? Which is how they do it in the yeah, other movie. So- how, oh my how god. How the boats flying? Because they definitely aren't so just flying. They explained that the mermaids were channeling time into this river, but they didn't explain how Memories the boats were past. flying. No, you're right. They said the past. The whole past. They said they charged yeah, it, right, actually. At least, I mean, at least that, like, you know, that explains what happens later in the movie, right? They don't care about the boats. The boats are just there. Yeah. Yeah. Like... And and here's the thing, you don't have to devote a bunch of time to showing lore in your settings, but if they just, like, had a scene in an engine room, that's all you had to do. I don't know, or had the rest of the movie consistent. It's just so... Yeah, you're right. This is a consistent fucking movie. There's another bad monologue from Hugh Jackman. The necklace is the key to a kingdom, which they just all of a sudden are fucking at door and Blackbeard's there and they waste no time with just getting to the fucking end of it. No suspense, no nothing. Just happens instantly. Uh, uh, For those of you that fell asleep for the last hour, the necklace is the one he, um, from the beginning of the movie where Peter got his name. Yeah, and it's a a pan flute, which is why they call him pan, and also because their ultimate warrior is called the pan, and everything is just adding to me killing myself. But it was a key... Peter Pan, which I hate. Peter Pan was named Pan because Pan's a nature god, but let, let's just ignore that. Yeah, seriously. Even though that is 100% the reason. I'm, they could have just said, like, Pan was an actual god in this universe or something, but now, nope. now it's a warrior cult. It's a warrior cult. So, and it couldn't just be some fairy symbol, which I would have been perfectly happy yeah. with if his necklace was some fairy symbol they didn't get, and then it turned out to be a key. Well, that's another thing. The Pan flutes are, again, associated with nature because... You know, they're also named after the Greek god. Yeah, but like... But for some reason, they had to make it a whole separate thing from Neverland. Mm-hmm. Why? That just happened to have the same name as our flutes, which have their own origin story. Yeah. Also, another <laughs> question. If the mom was some... Spoiler alert. If, if Fuck it. If the mom was some great warrior with this tribe, why was she in England dressed like a normal English person dropping off her baby at some shitty orphanage? Why didn't the tribe take care I, of her? Because that doesn't make sense. I was going to say maybe Neverland follows uh, Narnia rules where you lose all your progress upon exiting. No, we see them leave through there. By the way, they have like Stargate warp gates to go between universes. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't make sense. Oh, no, not Stargate. What's a better one where they shoot like a hole in the world? I don't know. Doctor Strange. Star Trek. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. But they they create a hole in the universe and we'll go through it. Yeah. For some reason. But yeah, no, they get to bring all their shit. Nothing bad happens. I don't know. She just she just showed up in normal peasant clothes to drop off her baby. I guess she didn't want to get accosted on the street. Yeah, and trained as a warrior for. Boy, what are uh, you doing week? wearing armor? 
Yeah, it was so like, disjointed. This whole yeah, like what if what if Blackbeard's pirates try to find you and you and he just attacks you unarmed? What are you gonna do? I mean, I I guess you could say she's such a bad bitch that it wouldn't matter if she didn't have a weapon. I don't know. I don't know. I I think that's a good plot synopsis for the movie. I don't know. I don't know. Um, Blackbeard captures them again. And this is when he's explaining to them the key, the necklace. It's a key. What's your next note? Uh, mermaid fairy think happy thoughts are the are my notes for this half of the movie. <laughs> also, village raid Bengara paint effects, but we already Mine's, that. the pirates just all of a sudden start napalming the fairy kingdom. <laughs> Straight yeah. up. Oh, and also literally the first fairy he meets is Tinkerbell. Yeah. And he's like, get out of here, Tinkerbell. Which... Honestly, the movie would have been ten times better if it was a random fairy and not Tinkerbell. Or if, like, I mean, he didn't even say her name immediately after meeting her. If, like, later she had said run Tink or something, I feel like that would have been slightly yeah, better. Yeah, I agree. Because it's less in your face. See, again, like, I mean, that's sort of the same recommendation I was giving for explaining the boats, right? You don't have to have it super explicit. Just have it there if you really want Yeah. It. So this next scene, Hook comes back, crashes his boat, saves Peter Pan from getting his neck cut open by Blackbeard, which kind of doesn't make sense, but it, that doesn't matter. And so he comes back, saves him. That's fine. Whatever. I'm cool with that. The The whole action scene that continues is visually and CGI-wise, it's pretty good. Except for then you add in all these actors, and all of a sudden it stops being good. Yeah. I, I like the fairies beating grown men. That was pretty good. Um, okay, so Tiger Lily knocks off Hugh Jackman's bad wig. Fine. Phrasing. Uh, she climbs up wo- ropes with blades because that's, how ropes, that's how ropes work. Peter is natural. They're also made of bungee. Yeah, they're also made of bungee, of course. Peter come is a natural at driving a boat, which even took Captain Hook a fucking minute to figure it out. He drove it upside down on accident for a full minute and then figured out how to and steer it. it and almost and then yeah he did crash it and peter just gets it he just gets it right yeah it's basically the same as flying yeah. really. it didn't even take him a second he just immediately was like yep i'm doing it like i can stare out of the way i can go up i can go down so anyway it's like how using a pogo stick is basically the same as walking because once you learn how to fly you can just use anything else that flies that's why he was able to ride the birds. It all makes sense now. Peter jumps over to the other ship, which doesn't make sense because he doesn't have a weapon. He's not powerful more than any of these pirates. He's never thrown a punch at any of them. He's never tried to grab any of them, so it makes no sense why he would now just start to try and confront them in that way physically. But he's going to try it anyway. Hmm. He, rather than knocking the boat like back into it and rocking the boat again, which would have made more sense. No, he jumps from the boat to Blackbeard's boat. The, the boat that Captain Hook fixed up all of a sudden. He jumps from that one. Tiger Lily and Captain Hook look over at him for no reason. Well, both of them are straight in peril. I mean, Captain Hook is literally in a fight for his life as Blackbeard's trying to stab him. And yeah. then they stare at this kid for 15 seconds, which yeah. didn't make sense. And then the pharaohs all of a sudden come up to Peter because they're like, guys, this movie's getting a little long. And they come up to Peter and then he's like, all right, guys, this is what we got to do. He has this cringy ass scene. Where he's like off the boat all of a sudden. Oh, no, no, no. This is where he goes. He flies. He saves Captain Hook. Which, fine. Whatever. I'm cool with. Puts him down somewhere random. What What's his weightlift capacity with the flying? Because he doesn't seem to struggle at all with it. Except for that one bit where... He drops him. He actually let go of him. He wasn't... He, he It wasn't that he was too heavy. Okay. I, I thought he like slipped. Yeah. I which is fine. Why is his flying so much more powerful than his like normal boy muscles? 
Could he lift a boat? Is my question. <laughs> if you were to, could he and could he just like pick up a random object and endow it with flying? To my mo- knowledge, with enough fairy powder, he could. If you know what I mean by fairy powder. Okay, and he just has enough innate fairy. Coat then he just pushes it like it's something in water. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No anyway, so he saves Captain Hook. Boom, flies. Boom, boom, boom. Fly, 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 fly. And then the fairies come up to him, who were just being napalmed and ruined. And he's like, "All right, come on, fairies." Has a super cringy scene, and then they all fly at him. And the dumbass pirates who are killing millions of them with fire start shooting cannonballs. Maybe the spray paint will do the trick. And then, jeez, exactly. And then the fairies murk all the pirates. The pirates who caused them near extinction, the yep. reason that they're hiding and haven't come out of the fairy place for a long time, all of a sudden they beat the shit out of all these pirates? It's well animated. I gotta say, the CGI artists did a great job. Uh, still a weird scene. Except for whoever did the never first. Except for that asshole. Try harder next time. Yeah, so they quietly rush to the end <laughs> of the scene, basically. And then... They they pin what's his di- yeah they pin they pin Blackbeard and then they crash the boat he dies oh also they throw the all the pirates off also, the edge I, I feel the need to point out ever since Dragon Ball Z came out when movies don't know how to end a, tr- a climactic scene they just have a character use a kamehameha all like seven or all like four out of ten to seven out of ten action movies do the same thing Wonder Woman did it the- it's called the Lord of the Rings three effect everything except Dragon Ball Evolution. <laughs> Uses a Kamehameha. Well, you gotta remember, in Lord of the Rings 3, which I believe is The Last King, the ghost... Actually, that's probably where it's from. Right? Well, that's what this one's from. Some of the other ones, you're legitimately right. Like, boom, big laser blows everything up. It's all over, right? Which is, like, literally the... It did look a lot like a big laser when he was... He was, like, shot the fairies at the laser at Hook. Oh, also, he says, think happy thoughts, because a prinkle reason... Yeah, I, he, that just makes him sound like a psychopath, which, again, that fits with the original characterization, does not fit with this movie's if characterization. Captain Hook had said it to be creepy, and then Peter gets back at him and says it, one, it's psychopathic still, but it's less psychopathic. See, this is the kid that would cut off someone's hand and feed it to the alligators. This is not the kid who, who was, like, fucking traumatized by the pray, the spray paint landing on his face. This is the kid who never blinked while watching people get shot to death For two by seconds. his friend. Yeah, here's the thing. In everything he says and acts is like when he's talking, he's like sort of just a very wholesome hoodlum, right? Like like a sort of Bart Simpson oh my type. God. But then everything he does physically is like a Stewie Wait. Griffin thing where you are just dying See, no, no, and right Think about like, it. Yeah. Peter Pan never blinks, right? He's only ever scared when he's in danger or or his mom. The only two people he cares about in this whole story are yeah. him and his mom. Yes, he saves Hook. Yes, he saves Tiger Lily. Tiger mm-hmm. Lily and Captain Hook are a vessel to get him to either avenging his mom. To his mom. Yeah. He's a textbook psychopath. That's terrifying. He has a group of boys. But it's also not consistent with earlier parts of the movie. He steals Wendy away, doesn't want her to leave. Like, now, I want you to think about him being a psychopath and then go watch the movie and then stop when he starts Mm -hmm. to grow up. Yeah. Well, this is, I mean, this is definitely set in the same universe where uh, the fan theory of Peter Pan just straight up killing the Lost Boys when they get Yeah, that's what it appears to fucking be like. It's gotta be, right? Jesus Christ, this was... I mean, I guess... You know, I'm not getting into a lore deep dive right now. 
That's <laughs> fine. Well, let's not do that. We've already gotten really long. This is no, be a I was two-parter. about to go deeper, but let's yeah, like, keep going on with the movie. This is going to be a two-parter. I wrote the fairies form Peter's mom to make him feel like shit, yeah. to tell him that blah, 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 blah. Also to get him a completely trite happy ending. Yes, sort of. I think it completely was shitty of them. Yeah, and he never actually talks to the fairies about this whole thing. They just kind of exist, which is weird hey, also. If you're writing a script, don't include resurrection. <laughs> just don't. You're not good no, enough yet. No. Write a couple more stories first, then you might be allowed to do it. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then I wrote, is it too late to bring up Tiger Lily is 30? Uh, which we talked about. Yeah, it was lame. Hook was lame. The re- romance between them was lame. This ending scene of them was lame. Yeah. I mean, it, okay, it was lame with him, like, getting that satisfaction with his mom. Like, the, the it's supposed to, like, close up that loose end. Yeah. And it was emotional, I'll give them that. And the kid did a good job, but it was still kind of cringy. I don't know. I feel like, I guess this might just be a me thing, but there comes a point when I, when like something feels too manipulative and I immediately disassociate from the movie. That's, that's exactly, I I thought they were trying too hard to make me feel something at a time when it didn't make sense. Yeah. No, it's like whenever anything does like, like whenever a young adult novel does like a Nazi allegory, I'm like, oh, and I just tune out of the movie for the next 10 minutes. Like, good work, you, good work, Nazis were bad, huh? We, We all know that. This no. isn't profound or no. interesting. No. And you guys aren't bringing in a, uh, an interesting, oh, wow. profound perspective. Seeing your dead mom is emotional. Wow. Yeah. And she just showed up for no reason, and there was no build-up to this. And no build-up, In fact, no she nothing. canonically died. Which, he did a good job. And this scene yeah. isn't even in the bottom half of the worst scenes, which is crazy. Because yeah. it sucked. Yeah. Can we talk about the fact that she accidentally slipped and fell on Blackbeard's blade, essentially? I could not. That that water scene, that animation, did not tell a good story because I couldn't tell what the fuck yeah. was going on. So, apparently they're doing their weird, like, prequel movies, pirouettes and stuff. Like, you know how in action movies, fencers always dance for some reason? Yes. Which is a good way to get yourself killed, which, good on the movie, I guess? Because she's, like, doing her weird ballet sword routine and she accidentally like just impales herself on blackbeard's sword while they're fighting yeah which was... and he's like oh god what have i done i guess i'm gonna enslave everyone again again well i guess no he didn't enslave them before he just genocided them for pixie dust and then when he ran out then he started his own inclusive slave trade and then peter kidnaps peter orphans Pan. from yeah, government cu- custody and and so like i guess that means the uh, whatever her face was, gets to steal more rations. Yeah, I guess so. So, But she wasn't happy about it. <laughs> she broke down a fucking door. She's like, oh no, he's <laughs> taking all of them. I need at least a couple to trick the government. The, the, yeah, and then the love scene on the boat was fucking stupid. The back yeah. of the Jolly Ro- Roger is in neon. That <laughs> bugged me. It was in neon lights and that bugged me. Yeah. That's just a personal thing. No, and that's completely fair. And then it ends. So that's mm. that's what I have. Oh wait, uh, they also have that really weird, dumb line where it's like, "Hey, you don't think we'll ever be enemies, right, uh, Captain Hook?" And he's like, "No, nah, I can't see how that would happen." And like, I get the, it's a prequel joke, right? Prequels love doing that, but it genuinely doesn't make sense in this movie. It would have been better if they had regulated that statement to the credits. Right. Well, and usually, like when prequels do something, it's a joke about how the character looks, mm-hmm. like Dante's hair or professor x's hair or it's really hair most of the time yeah (laughs) 
But like you, this... you can't just make that same joke about character development or a major plot point of the rest yeah. of the series. Yeah, exactly. So at some point, Smee becomes his first mate again after backstabbing him. Peter Pan cuts off his fucking. Sneed did not backstab to an alligator, despite the fact they have seen each other's lives repeatedly throughout this movie. Sneed did not backstab him. Sneed sold out the village. That's fair. That Sneed has a gun to him and says. Oh, and then he stalls. Don't you remember that? Sneed does stall, and he's like, maybe it's this way, maybe it's this way, maybe it's this way. He's like, fucking do it, or I'll shoot you. And he has to give him up, you know? And he didn't even I, tell them about the ferry map. He just him in the wrong direction and said, oh, we must got turned around because I can't navigate forest that well. I guess I guess he's kind of relieved. I shouldn't expect that. Sneed did find the ferry map and did yeah. tell them about it, and that was shitty. But he didn't do that to Hook. He was never unfaithful to Hook, just everyone else, who he never pledged his allegiance to at all. You know, he yeah, he's no also a psychopath. No, because, yeah, I didn't feel like he <laughs> cared about Captain Hook at all, who's just an idiot, and not even in a good way. I, I liked him in this movie, honestly. Sneed? I did, too. I did not like Hook, who was an idiot. Yeah. Sneed wasn't dumb. Sneed was smart. I like that take of Sneed being a little bit cunning. Yeah, sort of an idiot savant type thing. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, I, I look like a weirdo freak, so I can play that up with the, oh, shit, oh, I forgot where they were. Um, yeah. Clumsy old movie. <laughs> I dropped my glasses. Oh, no. The music score was great. I'd give that easily a nine, if I'm being real with you. It was really good. I, I too, am a big fan of Nirvana. Okay, except for all the, like, <laughs> contemporary bullshit. Oh, shit, we skipped over Blitzkrieg Bop, didn't we? Oh, my God. Switch over. Oh, when Peter was walking the plank. So when... They were just fucking singing. Uh, oh, God. How does it go? Well. Hey. Oh. oh let's go. Let's go. Hey. Oh. Let's go. da 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 As they're fucking loading these children As they're just die, kicking like, kids off, off of a walking plank. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh god. Okay, okay. Besides Blitzkrieg Bob and Smells Like Teen Spirit, bam, oh yeah, the I loved the rest yeah. of it. It was really yeah. good. The visuals... I mean, it was the guy who did How to Train Your Dragon, like, yeah. you'd expect that. Yeah, exactly. Which, I mean, yeah, How to Train Your Dragon is underrated in a lot of things, I, I would think. But, mm. okay, the visuals were very good, minus the Neverbirds, which I would never like them to do that again. Yeah, I, I feel like that was intentional... But out of necessity, if that makes sense, they're like, okay, the well, birds. we got we can't spend all of our money on everything. <laughs> hey, these birds are supposed to be silly anyways, right? Why not just spend 20 bucks on them instead of a million like no, we did no, for no, every no. other piece of CGI no, no, in the no. movie? JJ, if you think they're any less expensive than anything else in that movie, no, no, I, go I, back. I'm, I'm just... I, I, I am exaggerating to sell a joke, but no, yeah. You're right. That's how it looks. But yeah. if you look... They definitely spent less rendering time on them. <laughs> They're so textured. Technology. They're so textured. Yes, and but it's, it's terrifying. not the same definite. Actually, you're right. It might just be stylistic. I, it's a different I, type. You're right. Not, it's not like realistic, I mean, so it is cheaper eyeballs, in that way. Okay, the eyeballs only have like two PNGs for their texture. <laughs> That's true. You're right. So they did definitely spend less on them. You're right. But they were still expensive. Oh, I'm, I know. I know. See, Jesse. You're right. You're right. But... Yeah, so the visuals were good, minus the Neverbirds. They were not oh, man, always fitting. Never pan. They try really hard to not show you the live action movie. God, it looks like it's photoshopped in. It looks like a Dreamcast CGI it cut. It totally does. <laughs> this movie had five art styles, and if it only had two, it would have been beautiful. But it had five, yeah. and that was wrong. If it had one, mm -hmm. that would have been really cool. 
<laughs> but yeah, it was. So, I, go ahead. did it have multiple directors? Because like, it seems weird that it would completely switch not just shot style, not just lighting, but also how they use licensed music. Yeah, and, but and also using original music. Everything. Because like, those are changes. both in like two minutes of each other, and then it just stops. So. Pan, it feels like it's a different person, right? Pan 2015. The con- like, the consistency in this movie is god-awful. Nope, one director. One? How? There's a lot of producers. What? Wait, there's one director but two writers? There's one writer. Oh. There's one writer. I guess it was overwritten in some parts. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry. They credited J.M. Barry as one of the writers. Oh, yeah. It was, uh, he he yeah, did the so original based Pan. Yeah, too bad it had nothing to do with what J.M. Barron did. So, the person who did Dawson's Creek, Riverdale, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Got it. So. That was the main producer, and then the other one, there's three, but one of them didn't show up. (laughs) This one, all of them have gotten awards, apparently. Just worked on independent films. Yeah, I don't know any of this. Just a lot of independent films. So... Uh, also, one of, a lot one... of budget actors, except for Hugh Jackman. <laughs> like, they're all actors you vaguely recognize but can't usually name. That's true. Like, um, you know, his comic relief sidekick is that guy from Game of Thrones. Well, Garrett Hedlum was supposed to be something, and then he did Tron Legacy. Bishop. But you're right. Oh, well, Cara, Cara, Cara Delevingne is in it. She's super expensive. Oh, yeah. But you're right. I, she was in it for like 30 seconds. Yeah. Amanda They probably spent more money of CGIing duplicates of her than they did having her in there. <laughs> yeah. Amanda Seyfield, like, that's never your first fucking choice, obviously. Right. And then you've got Rooney Mara, which has been in, like, you know, she was in The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, and she beat out a lot of big-named actresses because she is, like, a real Bella Thorne, where she just doesn't mm. have emotions. Yeah. <laughs> which helped her in this role. So I guess yeah. there's that, but... Basically Wednesday Adams as the Native Americans, except less funny. So cinematography was done by the guy who did The Greatest Showman, the person who so... did Hannibal, Gladiator, well, yeah. 47 oh, yeah. Ronin, the man from Uncle... Detective Pikachu. <laughs> yeah, I can see it. I definitely there are definitely some similarities with that. Yeah. It, you know what? what? Those things you just listed, if you take see if you take like um twenty percent of each of those movies and arrange them in the correct order, <laughs> you create pan. There were actually a lot of similarities in Gladiator at some parts. Yeah. Well, so like Gladiator's uh the bit where they're in like, you know, when they first meet the pirates. Yeah. Uh, Detective yeah. Pikachu's is honestly a lot like the, the um yeah, yeah. And also the going to the fairy world. Yeah, the fairy world was Yeah. It's visual, but this is this is basically just like his portfolio. Pan is just like it's just like his hey, here's what I can do, other people who might re- make real movies. Wait. Here is my resume. At what point was it forty seven Ronin? <laughs> oh jeez. Uh walking through the forest. I'm pretty sure I honestly, from what I remember forty seven Ronin, which isn't a lot. <laughs> Yeah, it was mostly a low-down forest scene. Although it wasn't quite as whimsical as, like, Avatar, but mm. it was still, like, fantastical forest. This is this is similar to the last review we did with Mr. Wrong in terms of I would have liked if they had focused on completely different characters. Yeah, yeah. and some things are done well. Like, you know, mm-hmm. there's some realism. In, I would disagree in, like, about there being some things done well in Mr. Wrong, but continue. Hey, I mean, in an ironic way, like... Being really cheesy and self-aware, which 
They may not have been self. I don't know. I thought Bob. Sorry, we should stop talking about Mr. Wrong. Let's stop talking about <laughs> Mr. Wrong. Go watch Mr. Wrong if you haven't watched it already. <laughs> Go watch Mr. Wrong. Don't give them money, but like. Go give them money. Please pay our rent. Please pay our rent. Uh, if you feel bad about not giving the money, I don't know. Watch Ellen yeah. a little bit. She's good on Ellen, just not in Mr. Wrong. We didn't even do a proper intro at the beginning. Yeah. That's fun. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um. So yeah. Uh, I Welcome mean, I like to some Diamond of the in the Rough. Details like you know. Peter actually getting hurt by the explosion and, mm-hmm. you know, getting, like, completely fucking up his first time flying. Yeah. And then when he tried and failed, you know, in any other modern movie that were the same type of soulless cash grab this was, right? Yeah. You know, it would have had the scene where he falls and it would have been played for laughs, like, take the sequels to Star Wars, you know. Mm-hmm. You know the scenes I'm talking about. Yes, I do. <laughs> But no, it's like, no, he's really trying, so we're going to maintain our tone here. Mm-hmm. Good. Good for them. <laughs> and then but there's just so many things that aren't good. No, like, I agree. whoever, it's really well polished, mm-hmm. but whatever it was was not worth polishing. It's a polished turd. Whoever the editor was, really good, right? Yeah. And, yeah. And cinematography, yeah. honestly, like, a lot of the shots were yeah. professional, Again. right? Again, but like everything except for the core of the movie is mm-hmm. good. Yes, the director the was core bad. Of the movie is bad. The that main actors, except for the boy, were good. You know. Yeah. And again, I think most of that is just because having a hundred fifty million dollars. Uh, so yeah. Like, it's like okay, we have a very shitty plot. Right. I wish they would have. Okay. Ha- well, we'll just cover it up with 150 million dollars worth of directing, <laughs> composing, CGI artistry, and again, really, really nice icing on the cake. But why is the cake made out of gravel? I don't know how. Why often, is it made out of gravel? I don't know how often I'll say this, but like, I really wish that they had like 30 less million dollars. Because there yeah. were a lot of things that they shoehorned into this fucking movie for no yeah. reason. Except for those people who and, made it to show off their dicks. Like, what? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if we had generally the same thing for an original idea, mm-hmm. it probably would have been good. Yeah. <laughs> or at least worth defending. Mm-hmm. Right? Because, yeah. again, there's some pretty top-notch talent in this. Like, yeah. The, again, there's not really one particular thing you can point to other than the foundation i think the director did an awful job yeah well but i mean uh directing also includes shot composition which is really good not necessarily and again even, not anymore. And even then the director had his moments like the kids were done really well maybe maybe the kids are just such good actors they managed to pull away from him but i mean that's rare you're right in that respect is yeah which he did hold them back sometimes in terms well, like, of I, letting I, the script yeah. stay the way it was yeah so i don't even want to say the direction like I, I can't really find a better way to phrase it than just the core is is rotten. And it didn't even seem like the, the those main actors were trying for some paycheck because they were yeah. in it. They were locked in. Fucking yeah. Hugh Jackman was yeah. trying his heart out. We talked about it earlier. Yeah. Uh, Rooney Mara tried to express an emotion for the first time in her life. And, <laughs> you know, uh, that beautiful Captain Hook, he yeah. was having fun. They yeah. just didn't perform Captain well. Hook, but he was no, having fun. He wasn't Captain Hook. He was <laughs> Indiana Jones, better, beautiful, I, I honestly, less Shia LaBeouf. I think, it is, I think it is the whole need to be a prequel, because a lot of the things I complained about were specifically prequel things, because you always have to, oh, here's the scene people like, here's the character people like, but they don't resemble the things people like, 
So if you're making this prequel for fans, but you don't, but you completely ruin the thing fans like. I argue this movie gets worse if we don't. If if we think of this as a standalone movie and not a prequel, I argue this movie gets worse. I do not. Wow. I feel like it just. I feel like it's like, oh well, this culture wasn't based off any particular thing, right? These aren't mm. these aren't supposed to be Native Americans. This is just a random hodgepodge of culture. Okay, sure, sure. I could see this weird bullshit. I mean, they're obviously not from the same region, but okay, I I can take it. I've got a movie to show you that it might change your statement. In, okay, okay. Well, let me keep going. Go ahead. Cowboy in the in weird sci-fi fantasy pirates. Cool. Why is it a posh pirate that is now a cowboy? Okay. I think if this were just its own thing, it would be better. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're you're right. Actually. Now that's not always. Well, okay. You know what? I think everything's better not being a prequel. Man, we gotta watch Solo sometimes. That's like the apex prequel, not in a good way. <laughs> like it's the most prequely prequel that ever prequel. I will say the script somehow was better than than a lot of the new DC movies, and it that's was true. better than the new star wars movies yes well i mean like i said because again it's soulless but it feels like not Mm -hmm. as by the numbers right yeah like it's still a robot but the robot thinks it's people (laughs) exactly exactly as opposed to the star wars machine which is just the machine by the way that's uh with a capital (laughs) t and a capital m well that's what disney calls it this script feels like it's someone was just a bad writer in a lot of Mm. in a lot of the parts like when you go back you're like that was just a poor choice and he's like super inexperienced well those ones Mm. seem like they legitimately had a machine write it for what they thought people would like Mm. yeah or maybe like they were overtrained or like they were too focused on what they learned in film yeah rather than having any natural talent or at least not relying on theirs if they do have some. Totally. I don't want to make that much of an assumption, but anyway, we're already so much. It, we're we're so the point over. is it, it feels taut. It feels taut. You know, I thought I thought this would be a much shorter episode than the first one, if I'm being honest with you. I have feelings about Peter Pan. <laughs> That's fair. I didn't know how much it meant to you. And also I had a lot more to say about this movie than I thought I did. So there's <laughs> that. But ratings. We gotta give it a rating. Oh, out of a hundred percent out of a hundred percent um so i don't know i forgot what we did because like i want to grade on like a spherical scale right because the further out you get from the center the better it gets (laughs) (laughs) let me just type in let me just say uh uh x squared plus y squared equals h what the fuck Uh, no uh (laughs) so i guess that averages out like five or six i guess nothing really abominable about it wait to what a five or six out of ten. Oh, dude i said out of a hundred percent and then you said five oh. out of ten and then i went a five a five percent 54 let's go 54 54 i like if i'm picking arbitrary numbers here i like this a lot more i would rather watch this over <laughs> mr wrong that's not as a joke i mean yeah i agree not as but a I joke give... but I, I will give it a higher rating. I think I'm only mm. going to go... It was so pretty, though. That's the thing, is mm. it was really pretty to look at. But performance-wise, I'd probably give it, like, a 42. Maybe lower. Maybe a 38. Yeah. 38 or 42. Honestly, I kind of like we did these movies back-to-back, because they're kind of opposites of each other. Yeah, I agree. Like, one not enough money, one, one too like, much Whoever money. wrote Mr. Wrong was way into it, <laughs> and no one else was, except for, you know, Bob and... Uh, what was Jesse's name? Jesse. 
Oh, sorry. She voices yeah. Jesse Joan Cusack. Oh, her name, yeah. Inga. Joan Cusack and Bob, they were way into it. Inga. And so was the writer, Inga. Yeah. yeah. No one else was. As were this, everyone else is way into it, except for whatever soulless typewriter t- uh, created it. <laughs> yeah. So there's, I mean, oh, there's. God, that. I just watched that free emoji movie. <laughs> oh, God. So, anyway, if you guys would like to send in your movie recommendations so that we can go through and watch them. We're always looking for movies to go through and watch. We're looking for movies that had a huge budget, that came out box office, that people believed in and failed short. Movies that were bad in, you know, box office. They didn't make as much money as they spent by a lot. They they were reviewed very poorly, like the last two movies we just did. You know, I don't want student films. I don't want straight-to-DVD films. Mm-hmm. I know those ones are bad, right? Please be sure to send those in. You can email us at pleasepayourrent.com at gmail.com or p-p-o-r underscore podcast at gmail.com or no underscore just (laughs) p-p-o-r podcast at gmail.com maybe an underscore try both ways you'll text someone (laughs) i mean email someone and then follow us on twitter uh you know whatever way that you're watching this podcast listen i mean listening to this podcast or if you're on youtube be sure to follow us for more content because that way I'll know that we're in the right direction. Or if we're not in the right direction, please, for the love of God, fucking email me and tell me what we're doing wrong and what to do better. But yeah, just follow us. I don't take criticism, but he will. Yeah, <laughs> I'll read him. I don't want any, I you know, reviews are good. Those are always great. You know, let more people know it's good. Share it with your friends, whatever. But the most important thing for me is I need to know that you're watching or what you want to watch or what you don't want to watch. So yeah, just reach out to us. And it's so easy to just press a button. Honestly, you can't be that lazy. You've got time. I know you do. All right. If you're listening to this, you've got time. So thank you guys so much. And hopefully we'll have something fun for the next week. Is this Canada? Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> well-